That's the old theme music, isn't it? Episode 25 of Near Perfect Pitch is uh, is underway. And uh, I'm, I'm excited again once more to be playing uh, some tracks that I have uh, curated for you. Uh, and uh, there's, a, there's a few new ones in there as well. Uh, particularly happy this week to be talking to Malmo, Sweden's uh, Tinselheart. They are the interview of the week and I'll be talking uh, to Petter and uh, the lads towards the end of the programme, as is the norm. Uh, by that I mean that the interviews that I conduct on a weekly basis are usually at the end of uh, any given programme. We're going to start off as if we mean business this week with some uh, My Bloody Valentine. But before I get there... I can let you know that uh, we'll be hearing some new stuff from the wedding present, which isn't entirely new in that it is uh, uh, sessions uh, from from the sessions they did uh, from Mark Riley. Volume one's been released this week, so the song isn't new, but it's a new release. If you know what I mean, I'm hoping after last week uh, not managing to get to the the dodgy uh, record, which uh, I do do like. I just haven't been able to play as many tracks from it as I, as I would like because there's been a litany of uh, of new releases and other stuff to play as well. But I'm hoping to get to, back to revisit that and a song that's been postponed, I think, four shows in a row. Uh, Platform Shoes by the April 7, uh, a band that is constituted of uh, Patrick Fitzgerald, ex-Kitchens of Distinction and uh, ex-Family uh, Cat lead person, chap, fella, Paul Frederick. So that is coming up as well. And uh, every one of the three Tinselheart tracks that I will be playing are all new off their only EP to date, which is fantastic. And you'll know exactly how fantastic it is in about, uh, I don't know, about two, three hours or so. Thank you. 
few do it better than the charlatans and that's an album track from 1994's up to our hips on beggars banquet records and we kick things off uh, from uh, obviously you know this of course you do from loveless my bloody valentine their debut uh, lp on creation records from 1991 only shallow lead track off said album. Up next, we are going to uh, wrap our ears around some Richard Ashcroft from his uh, 2016 uh, release earlier this year uh, entitled These People. You can hear a song called Out of My Body. Uh, I'm going to name drop some bands here for you. There's going to be some Milltown Brothers, some Boomtown Rats, some Aztec Camera, Swerve Driver, Beta Band, This Mortal Coil, The The. I'm chucking some Dread Zeppelin for you because it is uh, one of those funny funny little tracks that uh, they occasionally did release and this one in particular has a story which I will share with you Milton Brothers Talking Heads, Sister Ray ah, lots and lots of even some railway children in the next uh, two and a half hours or so of the programme uh, on the last uh, show I did I didn't gloat as much as I was uh, just expressing my happiness in that uh, I now have a website for the programme which I'd been threatening to, uh, to launch for, for many months so it uh, sorts the official genesis last week. It's been tweaked and retooled, repurposed and uh, made purdier uh, over the course of the last few days. So nearperfectpitch.com is where you can find all the links to iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, CKCU and TuneIn Radio. Uh, also reminds you of all the social media properties, the major ones uh, being uh, Facebook, there's the page, Near Perfect Pitch. There's Near Perfect Pitch at Twitter, Near Perfect Pitch for Instagram and there is a Tumblr site as well. So if you love pictures, photos, all things musical, uh, sign up and sort yourselves out. So, as I promised. Out of the darkness you saved me I was alone and you came down to claim me Out of the darkness you saved me out of the darkness, yeah, you came down to claim me There'll be no heroes on this battlefield They'll destroy you Now don't go looking for your water gate Who implies you? Yeah. 
the darkness you save me I was alone and you came down to claim me We went walking together You whispered mysteries that have been here forever All that I want to know now Why this pain it just seems to grow here Out of the darkness you save me I was alone when you came down to clean me Out of my body, out of my mind Free of control, the way I like it Out of my body, out of my mind Out of this world, free of time And tell everybody right up over the sky Tell them you know, spell out the lie Tell everybody, write it up
Manic Street Preachers. And that is from their debut, which uh, seems like yesterday, but it was released in 1992, Generation Terrorists. And uh, that's featuring Tracy Lords on, on backing vocals there. Tracy Lords, her of the birthday suit acting antics. Uh, actually, I should uh, further articulate that. Yeah, the birthday suit acting antics underage. Um, anyway, she did get into a bit of trouble for uh, for acting in in pornographic uh, cinematography uh, productions, uh, and uh, she did, and she does appear in what you deem normal normal um, uh, productions, but uh, notorious for the uh, the former. And before we heard at Manic Street Preachers, we heard Richard Ashcroft from these people from earlier this year, and that's uh, Out of My Body. And don't forget that we had the Charlatans and uh, My Bloody Valentine to lead off the programme this week. Um, Abingdon, just outside Oxford, uh, responsible for the likes of Radiohead, but uh, Tom York has, uh, has, I was going to say had, still has, uh, a younger brother, uh, Andy York. And Andy uh, put together a band in the uh, late 90s, early uh, early 2000s, and it was called The Unbelievable Truth. And they released three three albums, and uh, how many EPs? Four EPs and seven singles. And uh, they culminated uh, and uh, ended it with a compilation record that featured their uh, final hurrah gig, and that was released in uh, 2001 under the name of uh, Misc Music, Miscellaneous Music, and that was their third and final LP. We're going to hear a song uh, and a single called Landslide. Landslide's the lead track of uh, the second and last studio proper record. Uh, don't play an awful lot, but I perhaps should, shouldn't I? And uh, I think after that, we might get into a cover version. Just might. Thank you. 
plain and simply superior. From 1985's This Is The Sea. That's The Water Boys. And uh, Don't Bang The Drum. A Beauty. And that's on Ensign Records. Uh, their third LP, This Is The Sea, uh, gave uh, rise to um, The Hole of the Moon, which I think was the official arrival uh, to most of the Waterboys, despite uh, a pagan place and their uh, self-titled record being released in uh, previous years to uh, to this in 1985, in uh, 83 and 84, respectively. Um, and before we heard uh, the studio track Don't Bang the Drum by the Waterboys, we heard a live song from a live compilation record that they released in 1988. And of course, that was Purple Rain. And um, this particular double CD was recorded in uh, a few places. Dublin uh, RTE, the Royal Albert Hall, uh, Glasgow Barrowlands, the Pink Pop Festival in uh, in Holland, and at Glastonbury as well. Uh, I did promise that I'd be playing some wedding present for you, so I will. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to be where you can see Our troubles are all the same Everybody knows you're making your way in the world today Takes everything you've got Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to be where people see you want to be where everybody knows your name You want to go where people know People are all the same You want to go where everybody knows your name is here with us, and Jaja is here with us too, and they're very beautiful. <laughs> right, beautiful. We're doing a little thing here. Uh, that's a beautiful card. Thank you. It's a hot and spicy bean burger. Hot and spicy bean burger. It's so spicy, oh so spicy. Hot and spicy bean burger Would you like it hot or not? Would you like it on the spot? It's so spicy, oh so spicy Hot and spicy bean burger That was shave me. 
Deception. That is the the, uh, aka uh, Matt Johnson, and that is from Infected, which was released in 1986. Crazy, isn't it? Really, 1986. And uh, before we heard the, the I, I believe I owe you an explanation of sorts, don't I? Um, we heard uh, a song of uh, a Dread Zeppelin album uh, entitled uh, Hot and Spicy Beanberg, and that's the name of the record, which they, uh, as you can hear me dropping it, um, uh, they released it on their own Birdcage uh, records. And over, over the years, I got uh, very friendly with, uh, uh, with Joe Ramsey and the band guitarist, and uh, he sadly passed away last year. And I just had a conversation with him uh, a week prior. Uh, got lots of good memories when it comes to uh, seeing uh, Dread Zeppelin in all their in all their gl- glory, uh, a cross between Elvis, um, Led Zeppelin, and uh, Bob Marley with a bit of Hendrix chucked in as well. Very clever uh, they were. And that particular song, Hot and Spicy Beanburger, was released in 1993 on uh, on the Hot and Spicy Beanburger uh, LP. Uh, however, my little story. It's not. It's not. The, it's not the best story in the world. Uh, I, I can. I can grant you that. But uh, uh, two years prior, they uh, were in the back of my car. And we were driving around somewhere or other, and um, I got uh, the full the full version thereof uh, prior to its release in the back of my car. So I always smile when I hear Dread Zeppelin. I always smile even further uh, and even more when I hear that particular song. So that was an explanation as to what on earth you heard before the the squeaked in between. Um, David Gedge and The Wedding Present doing the theme from Cheers, which uh, resides quite nicely on Volume 1 of uh, the Mark Riley Sessions uh, CD LP, which was released this week, Volume 2. No idea when that's going to come about. Uh, Good news, if you do live in Ottawa, Wedding Present are going to be here in April, and I'm going to try my level, level best to get Gedge on the programme. Had him on the show a couple of times years and years ago and uh, have to see if he still remembers me, see if I can get him on the programme to do the weather forecast like he used to do. We're going to go all the way back, back now to, uh, to 1979. But before I go any further, I just wanted to say that uh, Angels of Deception song was a dedication, a dedication for Jen in, uh, in Edmonton. You know who you are. And uh, also wanted to remind you that nearperfectpitch at gmail.com is the email uh, by which you can uh, slag me off make suggestions or indeed make requests just like Pauline did for this Traffic's wild tonight Diamond smiles her cocktail smile Tonight she's in heavy disguise She looks at her wrist to clock the passing time Weather's mild tonight She wonders will they notice her eyes she wonders will her glamour survive And can they see she's going down a third time Oh everybody tries It's Dale Carnegie gone wild But Barbara Cotton's child Long ago perfected the motionless glide And in the low voltage noise Diamond seems so sure and so Somebody said the whole 
strangers it may seem How unsad my football dreams But I was always the last one, the last to get chosen When my classmates picked their teams I guess that was the way it stayed In every game I played Life just kicked me, clattered and tripped me Till you picked me from the parade Now I feel like I've won the cup Every time we make love Forty-five minutes each way At half-time I hear a brass band play The boy done good, the girl done better The seasons turn, we're still together That's blatant stuff from uh, Billy Bragg from 1997, uh, a double A-side single, uh, and the other A-side was uh, was Sugar Daddy, in case you were wondering. And before we heard that, we heard for Pauline from 1979, uh, Diamond Smiles, the Boomtown Rats, and uh, Pauline, you didn't say where you were from, but... uh, uh, I suppose that's not really that important, is it really, uh, in the whole scheme of things? But uh, that is for you. And prior to that, uh, the the was for Jen in uh, snowy Edmonton. Um, from Stockport, 
The Blossoms have a, a debut release. Uh, they've since uh, reissued it with a whole load of extra tracks which you can uh, procure via Virgin Records on the usual digital uh, repositories. Um, I'm going to be playing a song. Uh, what am I going to be playing? I was like, oh yeah, at most a kiss. That's what I'm going to be playing. And then after that, I think we're going to be hearing uh, some beta band. Uh, not necessary with the beta band to fasten one seat belts, more like uh, loosen one seats, but uh, seat belts and, uh, and and kick back. Anyway, here is uh, blossoms. <laughs>
brilliant stuff. Champion Versions is the name of the EP. And uh, the Beta Band is the name of the band. That was uh, their debut release as the Beta Band uh, from 1997. And that's uh, Dry the Rain, the first song off the EP. And uh, all three of their first singles were quite limited in their uh, in their release, uh, which impelled them through Astral Works, their American, uh, North American distribution uh, uh, record company, uh, to compile all three EPs as a CD slash LP entitled The Three EPs. And you can get that just about anywhere. Highly recommended. Great little compilation. The Beta Band. And before that, from Stockport, uh, Blossoms from their uh, self-titled debut, which was released just a few months ago. And that's, at most, A Kiss. And uh, they are rather good, aren't they? And I did mention at the beginning of the programme that I did mean business this week.
And that uh, is an epic from 1988 from the LP of the same name. And uh, we started that little uh, set off with uh, Swerve Driver. And that is Jewel from Mezcal Head on Creation Records. And that was released in uh, 1993. Next, a song that was released initially in, uh, in 1982 and then remixed and reissued in 1990. <laughs> Don't mess around. 
Aztec Camera. That's uh, Roddy Frame, who is essentially Aztec Camera from uh, the second of uh, his six uh, LPs as Aztec Camera. And uh, that's from 1984's Knife and uh, a single uh, from the same year too, Still on Fire. And before that, we had the 1990 remix version of Yazoo's Situation. And um, they, were, they were known as Yaz in North America. And then, uh, then Yaz and the Plastic Population came out in, in the UK and thoroughly confused uh, uh, record buyers and, uh, and record shop owners alike. Uh, and before that, of course, the Pogues with an absolute epic, If I Should Fall From Grace With God. We're 18 songs in to episode 25 of Near Perfect Pitch. It's time for me to waffle a little bit. just want to remind you that nearperfectpitch.com is alive and well. 
its genesis was culminated last week and uh, it lives and breathes right now. So you can go there and uh, if uh, you can only remember one thing, remember nearperfectpitch.com and then you'll be able to find all the other the things by virtue of landed, landing there. Uh, nearperfectpitch.gmail.com is the email to get in touch with me if you want uh, to provide feedback, good, bad or otherwise, or if you want to hear something, or if you might indeed have a suggestion or two. It's time for our obligatory fall ah track. This week, we're going back to extricate.
stupendous stuff uh, from Mr. Pete Townsend. And uh, that goes all the way back to 1985's White City, a novel, uh, CD, LP release. And uh, I've been listening to a lot of Pete Townsend. I must be truthful of late. So uh, that's the reason that I picked this particular tune for you this week. And um, before we had Mr. Townsend, we heard uh, The Fall with our uh, weekly uh, homage uh, to to uh, said band and uh, Marky Smith. And from 1990's Extricate, we heard Telephone Thing, which uh, makes mention of uh, Gretchen Franklin in, uh, in the song itself. And Gretchen Franklin used to be uh, a regular in uh, EastEnders, a very popular soap in the UK. If you uh, are there, you know all about it. If you're not, you may well know about it too. Uh, anyway, uh, she's no longer in the programme as of uh, uh, 2000, but uh, when, the, when the song was written, she was a regular, and I've no idea why Marky e. Smith is ranting and raving about her uh, being on the other end of a, of a blower. Uh, anyway, that's uh, the story behind that one. Uh, we're about, uh, crikey, two-thirds of the way through the programme. Um, coming up next, we're going to go to Brisbane, now, this particular band are called uh, I Heart Hiroshima, or Hiroshima, depending on how you pronounce uh, the city. Uh, they are no longer. I actually came across them last year when I was just trawling about looking for some decent cover versions just for fun and came across their version of uh, The Chills Is uh, Pink Frost. And they did a rather good job, so I uh, sourced all their uh, uh, additional material and uh, now have it all, uh, albeit uh, it's uh, not, not a huge amount of, uh, of output because they are no longer and a series of singles and a couple of albums. Anyway, here's a song of theirs called Punks.
yes, you are more than welcome. That's uh, it's the second of a couple of crackers in that mini little set there. That's the Milltown Brothers uh, from Blackburn from 91 Slinky on A&M Records and one of a few singles pulled from that album. And that was Which Way Should I Jump? And before that, all the way over to Oz, all the way uh, over to Brisbane specifically. And uh, from the LP Tough Teeth, released in 2007, and from the Punks EP, released in 2008, that is I Heart Hiroshima, uh, with the song called Punks. So glad that I discovered them. Uh, lots of lots of power poppy numbers that they have in their in their short but uh, decent repertoire of output that uh, they chucked out uh, in the, the mid two thousands. And before that, we heard of course Pete Townsend. We are twenty two songs into episode twenty five. Um, I don't think it would take any kind of epiphany uh, for you to uh, appreciate that. I don't sit at home uh, studiously mapping out and uh, and planning a uh, a program. When I used to do the radio program. It used to be a mad panic whereby I realised, oh, I've got to get in the car to be there by X time, beat traffic to do the radio show. Uh, and I would just uh, chuck, as I saw fit, things into uh, the appropriate carrying case I had at the time and uh, make my way to the show and then essentially wing it. And this is no different. I, I press record here and just let it roll and play some songs in the hopes that you, uh, A, enjoy them and B, the little uh, tidbits of information that I like to chuck in there uh, is important to me uh, because it's uh, what I would expect from uh, any broadcaster. So I like to be able to uh, practice what I preach. Um, also, um, there's going to be no essential wax feature this week for that very reason in that I just could not uh, get my head around uh, what I was going to feature this week in the limited time that I'd allotted to myself, which in truth was quite quite uh, in no way shape or form in, in enough time anyway all that being said no essential wax this week but you can look forward to a great little interview at the end of the program with a new uh, a new band from uh, from sweden from malmo specifically uh the lads from tinselheart will be chatting with me later and i'll be playing three of their songs as well at the end of the program which isn't that far off really because we're uh, as i say 22 songs in uh, two-thirds of the way through at least so I'm going to try and get uh, to some uh, some more nifty ones. We'll stay in England's uh, northwest. Uh, this time we'll be in Wigan and we'll be listening to the railway children. Shake that flag. 
that's for my mate Mike Reagan in Liverpool. That's uh, China Crisis from uh, working uh, with Fire and Steel. And uh, that is uh, the title track from said record. Brilliant little pop song that. And preceded by In the Meantime by uh, Gary Newby and his The Railway Children, who are no more. That's from their uh, second studio album on Virgin Records, released uh, in 1988. Uh, preceded by uh, some northwestern alt guitar mop top pop. Uh, with Blackburn's Milltown Brothers with Which Way Should I Jump Before That. It's now time for Tinterweb Time. And uh, Tinterweb Time really is just a simple, tiny little feature that I uh, uh, display, put forth, showcase on uh, on a weekly basis. And it's a website that I stumble upon or use regularly or have come across that I deem musically relevant and uh, of interest to uh, perhaps a small fraction of you or even all of you. Um, this week I uh, found a website called um, Select Magazine Scans. Now in uh, in July in the summer of uh, 1990 I remember a new magazine hit the stands when I was working at ICI in London and uh, it was uh, fronted by Prince and had a free cassette giveaway on uh, on the cover. I bought it, read it from cover to cover, and uh, was hooked. I did like the uh, the editorial, I liked uh, the reviews, I liked everything about it really. And Select uh, persisted uh, for the best part uh, of a decade, and its last edition came out uh, in January uh, of 2001. Somebody, i.e. the individual who uh, who has uh, fastidiously uh, uh, gone through every every single um, uh, edition of, of Select and scanned all the pages for you? It's quite wonderful, and I actually am a completist. Now that's not a disease or an ailment. I'm a completist in, in terms of uh, Select. I do actually have every single edition uh, ferreted away somewhere in the basement uh, in in cardboard boxes. But this is a, a much easier and more civilized way to uh, sift through Select. So if you were a fan of the publication, you can revisit it. But it's also a goldmine of wonderful uh, music editorial that you can uh, go back and relive and uh, rediscover or discover stuff that uh, you clean missed the first time around. Anyway, wonderful little website, slackmagazinescans.monkeon.co.uk and monkeon is M-O-N-K-E-O-N. I have put uh, the URL in the show notes, which you can get at Podbean and uh, Google Play and iTunes and all that business. So you will not miss a trick. Uh, Nearly at the end of the programme, I did say that we are not going to have an essential wax feature this week, which means I've got uh, time for some more tunes before we get into our little chit-chat with uh, with Tinsel Heart from Sweden. Uh, We're going to hear, you've heard this before, but uh, I just feel like hearing it again. And and I I happen to be wearing a nice pair of Sennheisers at the moment too, so I can can, uh, sit back, kick back and, and, and listen to it in all its beauty. And you sang 
song that can still bring me to my knees and have me weep like a baby girl. That's uh, This Mortal Coil on 4AD Records from the first of three This Mortal Coil albums, which are effectively uh, the uh, the label 4AD and uh, its roster artists collaborating in a myriad of different ways. Uh, and uh, they do a, a lot of original work but they do a lot of cover versions as well this particular tune as i'm sure a lot of you are aware is a, a tim buckley song and uh, in this instance the collaboration of it'll end in uh, sorry of uh, this mortal coil on this particular it'll end in tears uh, record this particular uh, rendition was essentially delivered to you via cocteau twins minus simon raymond it's uh, the vocals of, of liz fraser and uh, robin guthrie on on guitar quite beautiful stuff and uh, if you uh, have never heard that particular song or know of the band which uh, I, I kind of feel sorry for you if you haven't and but if you if if it is is the case it's could it could be turned on its head whereby it could be a new awakening for you hearing this for the first time uh, something that uh, I'm not uh, I'm not privy to because it's been a long time since I heard it for the first time when it came out in uh, 
1980. My word. So that was uh, This Mortal Coil with Song to the Siren. And uh, that was preceded by uh, a little chit-chat about select magazine scans. Um, nearly at the end of the programme, I'm actually going to have time to fit in some dodgy, some talking heads, and that uh, elusive track by the April 7, which has been bumped for the past four or five shows. That is after I play you something by The Heartbreaks. <laughs> Resonated with you I sat there as you Bled from wounds caused by others
while. It took me a while, but I eventually played that song for you. That's uh, new stuff by the April 7. The April 7 are Patrick Fitzgerald, ex of uh, Kitchens of Distinction, and uh, Paul Frederick, ex frontman of The Family Cat. Um, the record that they have put out is called uh, Pop Tarkovsky. Uh, it was released just a few weeks ago and is available in uh, physical and download format on uh, Patrick Fitzgerald's Bandcamp page. And uh, the URL for that will be in the show notes. Give you a little bit of a bio which is pulled directly off uh, the page I just mentioned. It says, this is pop music, dark pop, weird pop, Tarkovsky pop. Music made by middle-aged men who used to love pop music and still do. With an eyebrow coquettishly raised to 1972 to 1981 to 1989 and to the pop machines of now, they remember the urgency and importance of Top of the Pops on Thursday nights, employing unconventional structures and, much like Tarkovsky himself, exploring themes of self-reflection and memories. This album comprises eight new songs. Go out and purchase it. It's rather, rather good. Uh, before we heard the April 7, we heard uh, from Dodgy's sixth uh, studio LP, What Are We Fighting For? on uh, Cherry Red Records, we heard uh, You Give Drugs a Bad Name. And that was preceded by, from 2012's Fun Times, Long Player. That was the Heartbreaks with Delay, Delay. And of course, before that, we heard Liz Fraser, Robin Guthrie, This Mortal Call, Song to the Siren. Beautiful stuff. So we actually had a little uh, new release brace in there of uh, of the Dodgy track and the April 7 track. One song left before we have a triple shot of uh, Tinsel Heart. And uh, I'm sure you'll like this one. <laughs> Stick a limb, I 
Scandinavian jingle jangle heaven. That is uh, brand new stuff by Tinselheart. And uh, I'm going to be talking a lot more about them in just a moment. Before we heard uh, that fantastic little song called Wasted Yet Sad by Tinselheart, we heard from 1986, yes, 1986, uh, Talking Heads, uh, True Stories, and uh, a song called Wild Life, as if you didn't know. Whew. We're at the end of the show, and uh, it's now time to focus on Tinselheart. Um, the internet is a wonderful, wonderful thing. I have met so many wonderful folk all over God's green earth uh, by virtue of football and music, just by talking about stuff that people like. Uh, and one of those things happened uh, quite a quite little time ago, whereby I stumbled upon Tinselheart. We got talking. And uh, they were up for an interview and a chat. I uh, I got the EP. I think it's fan freaking tastic for a first effort. I think it's really really good stuff. And uh, they were uh, just a very very cool bunch of lads who wanted to talk about music. Uh, and uh, they're from Malmo, uh, and they have uh, influences in indie guitar pop. I think it's fair to say uh, their influences. Uh, we'll, they'll talk about them in great detail. Uh, I'm not going to go into uh, into uh, talking about stuff that they're going to be uh, disclosing themselves uh, momentarily. So stay tuned. Uh, very interesting chat with uh, with Petter and the lads at Tinsel Heart. Uh, and uh, I'm going to play one more song actually before we get into the interview. Uh, here's a song called Talk. I'll be back to set up the interview. Uh, and then uh, it's nearly time for me to go, but uh, get your ears around this one. It's a beauty.
Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. Hello. Hello. Can you I, hear me? I can hear you. How are you? Yeah, we're great. A little nervous, but but excited. Nervous? Christ, that's just me. <laughs> no, I should be the one that's. I should be the one that's nervous. I've got to try and ask you interesting questions. That's the tricky bit. Uh, yeah, 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 I can see you. I can see you so, so how, how, first of all, how is life? Where are you right now? No, we're, we're at my place in Malmö. It's okay. me, Petter, and uh, Sebastian, the vocalist. Perfect, yeah. perfect. So you're in Malmö. And uh, whenever I think of Malmö, I always think about Nottingham Forest in 1978 for the football. That was my first introduction to Malmö. Uh, I've, I've been there. I've been there once. I used to used to work for Metro, the newspaper. So I've been to, yeah. been to oh, been, yeah. been to Sweden uh, uh, before, uh, but don't don't know an awful lot about Malmo. So, being that you're, you're you're all there and that you're young, cool, and hip people, unlike myself, uh, what's uh, what's going on in Malmo right now? Uh, not a whole lot, actually. Or... Apart from you, of course. <sighs> Well, there's quite quite a lot of bands playing. Well, there's a lot of music in Malmo compared to other like even bigger cities in Sweden. I would say there's like a lot more a lot more smaller venues and yes, smaller band well, groups. But I wouldn't say like the indie scene is that great in Malmo at the moment or in Sweden at all. That's what it's pretty vibrant, but it feels like it only consists of other bands. Yeah, I, I I understand. It seems to be kind of an insular scene, because um, it's it's a funny old thing. Because Sweden is such a progressive country, uh, and and of course when it comes to the world of tech and the world of music, and we all know about uh, we all know about Spotify and understanding you know what what the music fan, the modern music fan, supposedly wants nowadays. But uh, for for a band like you who are up and coming, who we'll talk about your your influences and your style in, in, in a couple of minutes, but. Um, I would imagine that you want uh, to be more and more well known outside the boundaries of Malmo within uh, within uh, Sweden, and then then obviously you want recognition uh, in Europe and, and beyond. So so how are you going to tackle that? Well, we just have to wait and see about that. I don't know. I mean, we just uploaded these three tracks like five days ago or something. Wow, I've been quick. I've been pretty quick then, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great little EP. We'll talk more about that later. But so, so you, you're just taking it nice and uh, nice and slowly. So you, you're saying that you're only mid mid to late twenties. So you you've got lots of time. Oh, pretty much more and more like late twenties. <laughs> I'm, I'm turning thirty next year. <laughs> oh, well, I, I turned fifty last week, and uh, it scared the living hell out of me. It, yeah, it, yeah, well, it really did. 30, me as well. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I suppose it's all relative, but but, but you talked about Malmo. Of course, the, the, I imagine there's a small gigging circuit, and, and most musicians know each other. Um, in terms of uh, uh, record labels or uh, any kind of music institutions in Sweden, uh, what 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 would be the, the 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 companies and the institutions at the forefront of of, of music, music publishing, music broadcasting, uh, record labels, that type of thing thing in in Sweden? As of now, I honestly don't really know, but um, like we're we're heavily influenced by older pop in general. Like you know, you know the label West Side Publication. Of course, yeah. Um, like bands from that era, 
from the golden era or whatever you want to call it, like Popsicle and Pop Hundred and etc. Well, 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 listening to your record, the, the three the three tracks which you uh, you kindly provided, uh, yeah. I, you know, I I don't like using this terminology, but jingly jangly guitars, yeah. I love them. Uh, and I think it's pretty fair to say that you do as well. Um, so yeah, that's fair to say. Yeah, I got your got your I got your bio of sorts, and yeah. uh, your bio uh, endears you to me personally even more uh, because your influences for people who are a lot younger than me who really have no right knowing about this kind of music. You've got you've got some very good taste, in my humble opinion. So so how how does a twenty something well? You're welcome. How does a twenty-something uh, in Sweden uh, get into uh, Sarah Records, Creation Records, uh, the C86 scene? Whether you're listening to the Wedding Present or you're listening to Wire, how, how do you get into that? I think it just—it uh, starts. We've known each other for a really long time. We had like periods listening to listening to all kinds of music, but at some point we just started listening to. While starting out with the Swedish pop band, and just grew from that. Like you can find like the Smiths for about ten years, a long, long time ago. And well, it just developed into like, well, you found something that was like a Star Records release, you like the sound, and then it grew on. You got interested in the, well, the the labels they were released on, and you listened to bands on that. I, I don't know really where it came from. It just grew into like this. Well, I think, I think it, we both have like, uh, like sort of, like OCD. We're very anal about uh, records and artists. We try to, we like to dig deep. Oh, in it, so. well, you you couldn't possibly be uh, endearing yourself more to me right now because that's exactly how I am. I believe, I believe I need a great degree of psychoanalysis for my music issues. Um, uh, when I when I was growing up, and I'm sure that you know you you you're very similar. Is you know whether it was a, a sleeve uh, on Factory Records or something that P Peter Saville might have done for Orchestral Manoeuvres in the Dark or or Creation Records. Uh, the aesthetic it was as important to me as the music. Uh, whether it was a 23 envelope, Absolutely. you know. So we're talking 4AD and Cocteau Twins. Uh, it's, it's it's something that's immensely missing from today's marketplace and, and really the only band that are really making it worth your while to own their product is Sigaros uh, because they'll make you they'll give you something tangible that's touchy feely that you can keep as opposed to uh, an M4A or a FLAC file it's it's a beautiful yeah, thing they, they make really beautiful like the records is almost artifacts can you say that yo you certainly can i mean they they will one day be in a museum when uh, uh when we're long gone so now I, I understand i understand your sentiment i just think it's wonderful i just put myself in your position though uh because english is a second language although most swedes speak better english than the english uh <laughs> that's, that's 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 almost almost true um it's extremely rusty Oh, well, it's infinitely better than my Swedish, sir. So it's not a problem at all. Um, so, so when it comes to you organically, you know, sharing records, it's wonderful to align yourself with similar-minded people. When you find people with the same musical taste, the only thing I can really compare that to is 
finding someone who supports the same football team. There's a wonderful, uh, there's a wonderful relationship that's kindled by that common thread. So I would imagine that you did a lot of record swapping amongst yourselves. Yeah, it's true. we grew up also. I mean, we grew up in a time when you could like bought a lot of records and you bought a lot of well vinyl records, but we also magazines and yeah, as well. Yes. We grew up like at when the first like programs for downloading music turned up on the internet, and you could like well, if you found a band, I don't know, like Direct Connect and whatever they were called, and if you find found like I was looking for a fair quartered record for that's an example, and I could uh, look into the guy who I was downloading the record from his whole library of music, and I could like find other stuff. So I think that's more like where it's sorry. No, I understand. Uh, I understand where you're coming from. Rather than like, I don't think, I mean, well, we have been so close friends, we pretty much listen to music together. So not, not, not as much like record swapping, we've just been the two of us listening. In the same place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. We are, uh, well, yeah. No, it's wonderful because you know, a job like mine, I used to be in the music industry a long time ago and depending on what country you're in, every Monday and every Tuesday was a very exciting time because it was release day, uh, of yeah. course, and you'd be lining up outside the shop or doing whatever you did. Uh, now, uh, it's, uh, it's very, very hard to find good up-and-coming music. It's still there, but it's across so many different channels. It makes it, my job as, as a music lover very difficult to to look at Mixcloud, Soundcloud, uh, look at all, all the other portals and, and find people's blogs and whether you're pitchforking or stereo gumming. Uh, it's, it's very, very hard to keep up, but it's a wonderful thing. And I'm, I'm saying this hand on heart, when you stumble upon a band such as yourself that you've never heard of and you said, why have I never heard of these people? Uh, and so, so I, 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 I hope that, uh, that, that I'm just the first of, of, of many people taking an interest because your sound uh, it's it's kind of a unique sound. I, I appreciate that that your friend Ola did did the the mixing and uh, and a lot of the production on it, and that that's fantastic. But you found a sound that that sounds very at home on one little Indian records, or by the same token, it sounds very contemporary at the same time. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we ended up with that sound. It's Probably it just feels like we, we. I mean, it's such a cliche to say like we well we didn't have any ideas going into when we started writing songs. But but I think it's like we we've listened so much to like pop music and we knew what kind of music we we like and what we would like to hear and what compliments with pleasure and in pop in general. Just try to emphasize on that. Like if it's a uh, whether it's a vocal line or type of a guitar tone or whatever. Well, you sound... It actually, we, you yeah, it's actually turned out of... I, when we started recording, I thought it would be less... Well, well, more clean guitars than it ended up. Oh, like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting because you've, you've got a lot of layers. I, I don't know how many, uh, how many tracks you ended up using, but it sounds like you used a lot of tracks. Oh yeah, there are too many. <laughs> <laughs> too too many tracks. Well, I think it's enough. But if, I mean, at some points, like I, I think I think in the future we will probably try to to record it more. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's it's a learning process. I mean, you can't be Kevin Shields on your first record, right? 
Yeah, no, no. Well, for me, it's the first thing I ever recorded, so I didn't have very much like a good idea of how to do anything. But I sort of, but Peter has recorded pretty more music than I have. But he's also this is also his like first time being the well, what should we say like the main tech yeah. on recording everything. And sure. Like yeah, well, it does it does sound multi-layered, but there's there's no reason there's no reason why not. You know that you could you could re-record them in the future and reinterpret them in a, in a right. different way, because the songs are strong and there's only three. I sound really selfish. There's only three. I mean, like I'm urging you to just chuck out more songs. But uh, what 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 are your plans? Do you have any uh, any other material written that you are about to record? Oh yeah, yeah. We we had quite a lot of songs uh, that we didn't uh, record or actually uh, well. Uh, we even threw a couple of songs out during the process because we felt we, uh, they didn't like suit the profile, maybe. Yeah, and they weren't. I mean, it was since we. Exactly either, so. No, no, since we, we, we started, started out like when I, I moved here in uh, in January last year. And while well, we've been friends for very long, but Peter has been living in Malmö and I've been living in Stockholm and in other places. So, so when I came down, I would just basically started making music. And I mean, we you have to go through quite a lot of songs before you find well, this this is what we want to do, basically. <laughs> a lot of a lot of bad songs. But I mean I, a lot of them are really good as well, but we didn't end up like finalizing them in a way well have you got have you got any more studio time booked then oh no no well we just record this in our rehearsal rehearsal room yeah we recorded everything ourselves we didn't book a studio or anything we can't afford it it is yeah it's yeah yeah, it's immensely expensive. No, you've done you've done you've done a cracking job, and and so so how how do you um how do you wish to handle this uh, this three track this three track EP? How you, have you got a, a master plan as to how how to uh, um, share this with more people? I would I would, I would love like a seven inch single release or yeah or ten inch or whatever, but. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, if anyone's, if anyone wants to release it, they they're more than welcome to contact us. <laughs> of course. Well, good. I, 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 will, I, I will not edit that out of the interview. Um, it, it, it might. It might be something you could look into for uh, for a limited run uh, of of some vinyl. Uh, go go and get it crowdfunded through a Kickstarter or, or something similar, or even a pledge campaign to. Uh, to get the to get your uh, costs uh, ahead of time before you go into production. So, uh, are you familiar with Pledge? Uh, well, I I'm a little bit with the crowdfunding thing. I know. Well, well Pledge Pledge is very very. Basically, how it works. Well, it's a good idea because what essentially I mean Pledge Pledge is, is is a platform for for new new artists, but also artists that are without a label that might have left labels, their deals come to an end, they might have a fan base or they might have got back together after X amount of years. Uh, and it's just, just a very, very organic way for you to uh, uh, engage with, with, with your fan base, but also you're, you're offering them something personal in a limited run, but it also covers all your costs. Yeah, that would be, that would be ideal. Uh, still, sorry, I don't know if, if I, but if, I'm, I'm just ready if I, well, if you had one of those things and people like, well, gave us some 
economical support to record songs or do whatever <laughs> that they were. I don't know. I don't want to have like, I don't know, like that I had to record something to just <laughs> you don't you don't you don't want the pressure well okay well if you don't want that kind of pressure but um, anyway it's, it's something worth looking into I mean I talked to a lot of bands and, and large and small uh, and they've all had nothing but uh, praise for, 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 for the ways and means of, of, of crowdfunding a release it, it seems to be the, the most uh, well most cost-effective and most logical way for especially bands who uh, are lacking funds so it's certainly worth looking into Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I, 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 I like the, I really love the initiative of it, like uh, eliminating the, like being dependent, dependent on a record label or whatever. Uh, yeah, God forbid, yeah, God forbid the artist gets more than 15 cents a unit, that would be nice, yeah, wouldn't it? Exactly. Yeah, so so you know we we had a, a couple of exchanges on, on on social media about about the House of Love, and yeah. um, uh, the House of Love, I've I've just been a, been a fan since since day one, and, and lucky enough to have seen them a bunch of times and interviewed them, and and even had a, like a, a personal acoustic set from Guy Chadwick, which is one of those amazing amazing things. Uh, they're a wonderful band, let it be said, and and I think we're on the same page with that. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're one of those bands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, are, are there any other bands that that uh, that you can put forth that you yourselves love? Uh, that that uh, we've talked about Sarah Creation and 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 the C eighty six movement, of course. But are there any other bands that you would deem in that kind of league that it's just just like wow? Smiths are my favourite band, so you're doing really well so far. That's great. So you got we've got the Smiths and the House of Love. Uh, well, do, do you mean like a, an, an underappreciated? Well, well, just just a band that you just think are just just something. Well, I'm talking about talking about Desert Island Discs for you guys. It's like okay, well, I I can't be without this this band. Who who would that be? We really love the Pat though. Oh yeah. And um, it's a late band. I I can't a band I can't be without as of now is the Razor Cuts. I would never like to be without clubs, closed lobsters. Oh, the closed lobsters! They put out a compilation just recently uh, of. Uh, the Closed Lobsters put out a compilation of everything they've ever done on, the, on a wonderful box set. I highly recommend getting that. Yeah. Okay, okay. So you said the Pastels, the Smiths, um, Closed Lobsters. A lot of, like, Sarah, I, I, I've always loved Another Sunday Day, the band, since the first time I heard about Harvey Williams. Guy, uh, I, you know, like Briar, and also a great Sarah, the back from where we got our name. Yeah. Yeah, and Field Mice. Yeah. Yeah, the Field Mice and Heavenly and all those people. Yeah, well, Sarah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, Sarah's. I've listened to a lot of Sarah's stuff lately. Uh, I had a, I don't know, I had a, I listened to, oh, like, I don't know. But as of right now, the music I really couldn't be without. Well, it's always been the Smiths. I couldn't be without the Smiths, obviously. But as of late, it's been I've 
is the greatest song in the world about just about every every other uh, Razor Cut song I can put up. Like great, well, that's good because uh, it's not a lot of people are very aware of the Razor Cut, so that might be the catalyst for me. Uh, Going downstairs and, and picking pick some CDs out to play from them, but you, you, your your um, your influences are are admirable, as as I'd like to say. Um, when it comes to your your songwriting process, um, how how would, does a song come to fruition? Lyrics first, riff first. How how, how do you do it? It's different, but I would say, well, it's on some songs uh, I just like. Play some, come up with some chords and uh, have some lyrics and Petter puts a lead guitar and then we change the, the chords around till we have like a, well, until the, the, if he has an idea about a riff or something to put over it or, well, it's, it's, it's not a very, or it starts in the other end and Petter comes with a riff and I write chords, well, we write chords for it and well yeah. and lyrics it's basically one way or the other but it's like that a lot of times yeah. I just come come up with a riff and I I try to record it as fast as possible and then I just send the instrumental to Sebastian and gotcha. maybe we have an idea of a, like a title or anything. It could really it could start in and really. Yeah, Petter is really good at coming up with song titles. <laughs> well, that's what that's that's. As of, as of now, I have a lot of like word documents on my my desktop, well, on my on my computer with just just with the song titles. <laughs> well, a lot of prominence is placed upon a good a good song title, so you can't you can't uh, you can't cut corners on something like that. I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't know. Let's just say, hypothetically, guys, I said uh, uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm a multimillionaire, and I can get you on a support tour with any band, uh, any current band. Uh, who would you like to go on tour with? Mm, I would say. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but that's half the beauty. Who's that? I would rather go like on an American tour with a smaller band like the Prop Stores. <laughs> just, just so you'd get to see a whole continent in small venues. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be a dream. Yeah, that would be the best thing. Real numbers is also really, really good band. The real numbers? Yeah. They're a good band. Yep, yeah, yeah. But I don't think they're doing an awful lot of touring. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was just thinking, you know, ride right on the coattails of, you know, well, well, Lush have played their last gig, but it would have been great to support someone like Lush or someone oh, yeah, yeah. On, a, on a tour like that. Yeah, you did hear that they, they played their last gig last week in Manchester. They are now officially hanging up their guitars, it seems. Yeah, I saw, because as of, well, when we posted this on... Uh, on uh, on SoundCloud before that I don't have Facebook or anything so I am not too <laughs> I saw it like yesterday that they when I was like well I haven't listened to any new later Lush songs to be completely honest I only listened to the older or the nineties well, um, I don't know if they recorded they did later. yeah they recorded a couple of a uh, couple of singles and um, it's uh, but but I think uh, you, you you're okay. 
you're okay oh, having, having missed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just stick stick with the 4AD stuff. It's, it's, it's good enough. No, uh, no, it's just, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I end up with, like, Petr is the, the guy who, who well, he, he listens to a lot new, new music all that. I, I, I tend to, like, get stuck on a band. And it, I can... Well, I, I only listened to everything by that band for a couple of months. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, with the Slips, it's Google, sorry. With the Smiths, it, when I found, well, when I heard them the first time, I don't know, it's a long, long time ago, but, but I, I think I only listened to the Smiths for three years straight. Wow. Basically. Wow, you're a man after my own heart. Yeah. yeah well, some, some, some bands just have an indelible mark on, 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 on your past. Which uh, f which ultimately forms your, forms your future. So, the, the Smiths is, is very very good grounding. So you, you guys, I'm just I'm just thrilled to be talking to you, and I, and, I, and I and I'm just I'm I'm feeding feeding off your enthusiasm because uh, I'm I'm twice your age, and uh, the opportunity has passed me by. That's why I play records and don't make them. Um, I, I learned that very early on that uh, I had the uh, equivalent guitar talents of a. Of a plant pot, so that's that's why I collect music instead. I've I've got one I've got one last question for you for you guys, and it, and it's 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 not remotely music related. It's what I ask everybody. Uh, it's about uh, hypothetically uh, you're doing your Canadian tour and you're staying at my house, and uh, you know I put uh, yeah I stick I stick the kettle on and uh, I, I I get them I, I pull out my uh, magic biscuit tin. And my magic biscuit tin is exactly just that. It's magic. So you can choose any biscuit in the world. What biscuit would you choose? Oh, I don't know what the word for it in English is, but in... Gingerbread. Gingerbread. Gingerbread? Yeah, we just got like at home with bought some gingerbread because it's getting on Christmas and all. Yeah, it's festive. I just, uh, learned that it's, uh, it's really nice to put cheese on a gingerbread. It <laughs> is, it is. I People put filling. <laughs> you just learned that, yeah, because ginger works really well with like brie and camembert. It's really weird, but it, but it yeah, works. Exactly. Oh, I just put normal, like the normal household cheese. <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything remotely orange, you'll just chuck on some gingerbread. Yeah. Okay, well, gingerbread, if, if I was to be a real scientific stickler here, I'd be saying gingerbread's not a cookie, guys. It's not a biscuit, is it? Well, I... We could do, I, a, we could do a ginger biscuit. What is a biscuit? A biscuit, uh, it's like a cookie, like an American cookie, like an Oreo cookie, a biscuit. What do you call, what do you call biscuits in Sweden? It would be an Oreo. I like Oreos. Oreos? Okay, I'm going to put you... I'm going to have to debate what I'm going to put in the spreadsheet for you guys. It's either going to be some ginger derivative or an Oreo. Either way, you'll be represented in the biscuit chart, so don't worry about that. Um, so, so I'll I'll be I'll be sending you uh, some links, guys, and uh, and a bunch of uh, a bunch of other stuff uh, when when the, when the podcast is live, so that you can share it with whoever you want to. Um, I'd like to thank you very much for your time. Oh, thank you. And, uh, thank you. and, uh, and I'll... For noticing us, and we have nothing but the utmost respect for your knowledge and, well, and, wow. and enthusiasm. Too. Yeah, it's, it's very nice for us to come on like you stumbled 
Upon well, let's. <laughs> well, let's hope let's hope there's lots more because uh, your you, you, you three songs to date are fantastic. I'll be playing all three of them on the next episode around the interview. Yeah. So oh. I'll drop you. I'll drop you a line in, in the next few days with the link, uh, and uh, we'll talk in the next few days. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much for taking. No, it's my pleasure. Talk soon. All the best. Take care. Uh, thank you. All the best. Bye. Bye. That's Tinsel Heart. What a fun bunch of lads, and uh, I look forward to their new material. Uh, if this uh, debut EP is anything to go by, they're going to go from strength to strength. It was great to, to, to connect with them, and I hope that you enjoyed listening to uh, the tunes and their chit-chat. There's one more song for me to play for you. It's called Sunny Sunday Smile, and it goes like this. <laughs> Sunday smile. There you have it. That's all three tracks of uh, Hey Boyfriend by uh, Tinsel Heart. Thank you so much, lads, for the chit chat. Thank you all for listening. And I think I'll be able to squeak out one more show, maybe even two, depending on how it goes before Christmas. So I'll try and play some Christmas tunes uh, or Christmas related stuff uh, uh, in episode 
26, which I'll be recording in a few days' time. Please spread the word about the programme and the website, nearperfectpitch.com. You can email me at nearperfectpitch at gmail.com. All the very best. See you next time. ta